Black culture feeds fashion, but fashion doesn't always feed black creatives. I mean, only 7.3% of American fashion designers are black. So McDonald's is pairing five rising black designers with five fashion insiders for career-changing mentorships and the access they deserve. Because we can do better than 7.3. Together, we can change the face of fashion. Follow their journey on Instagram at wearegolden. Statistics source from Zipia.com as of 2021. Macy's is celebrating Pride by continuing our year-round support for LGBTQ creators, brands, and causes. Top brands such as Daymoda, Leota, Skin Muse, Earth's Nectar, Non-Gender Specific, Michael Aram, and more. Join Macy's and The Trevor Project in their sixth year of partnership and help provide life-saving suicide prevention and crisis intervention services that support LGBTQ plus young people. Happening June 1st through the 13th. Shop LGBTQ-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Wow, wow. Hi, Sashir. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Best Friends. Oh, thank you so much for the welcome. No problem. I didn't want you to not know what you were walking into. I walked in blindly and I was like, where the heck am I? You're at Earwolf Studios. Right. Right in the heart of Los Angeles. <laughs> in the heart? <laughs> in the heart of, Lo- right in the middle of Los Angeles, California. Whoa. Uh, not to the left, not to the right, not to the up, not Directly to the down. Directly in the center. Mm-hmm. Did you, um... There was a graffiti artist, I can't remember who this was, who made, who drew a heart in New York City. It was like on the sidewalk, or on the ground. So mm-hmm. like if you had an aerial shot of the city, of Manhattan, I guess, from, I don't I don't even know how many blocks it spanned, but you could see a line heart. Oh, no. Yeah. That's very cool, but also like, how did you do that? It seems like it would be tedious, mm-hmm. and it was also like... Just a line. It was like a lined heart. It, that was kind of it. And so, they didn't color it in? No. It probably would take a lot of effort. You know what? I think this is great. I think it's really nice. Um, I like that this person took the time to do yeah. it, to show New York some love. I thought, I kept seeing this um, tag, like street art tag, everywhere I went, and I thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> it was like a EKG, like... You know the little when the heart monitor goes off. Like, yes. Like, have you seen that before? I think I have. Yeah, I would see it like on my way to UCB. I would see it on my way to auditions. I would see it like on my block in my neighborhood, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Am I doing it?" Like, <laughs> like I was like, "What is happening? How is it happening all the time, everywhere I am?" I would love it if you were sleepwalking and doing I just great graffiti. Out. <laughs> It was like, where does Sashir go at night? I don't know. Let's tailor. But then I told someone about it, and they're like, it's probably multiple people. And I was like, oh, damn. Mm. I, was like, I just like thought, so there's one person who had my route. <laughs> <laughs> that they're following you. And yeah. they're like, when she gets out of this audition, I'll have it ready. <laughs> we got to remember to tell her to remember to be alive. <laughs> yeah, be alive. Just because you didn't get it. Be alive. Be alive. Um, I watched a movie where things happened at night. Oh, that sounds like a <laughs> riveting movie. Whoa, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> it's a 2015 movie called The Visit. Okay. Uh, oh, is that a- when they like see their grandparents or something? Yes. I don't want to like ruin the movie, but like these kids go to see Granny and Grandpa. They've never met them. Their mother's estranged, and then they go and guess what? These grandparents are full-blown weirdos. Oh, no. They truly are out of control. It was, like, going to be a dream of a weekend because they're shooting this, like, documentary, and they're going to ask their granny and grandpa some questions. The kids are shooting a doc- yes. documentary. Okay. And it's, like, shot like a, like, it's, like, we're like watching Blair the documentary, something. kind of. Mm-hmm. And then, like, granny, she, like, spider crawls around. Yikes. Like, she's scary. At one point, I said, no, thank you. Keep it. Ooh. It was, it was very creepy. Yeah. That, um, humans doing a spider crawl effect is very effective yeah it's disarming because like imagine you opened your door late at night and your your man <laughs> spider crawling around the floor then it's like up on the ceiling he's like Sashir! <laughs> i'd be terrified 
Wouldn't that be so upsetting? That's like a, like one of the reasons why I don't want kids. Yeah. Imagine opening the door. Your baby got out of its crib and a spider crawling up the walls. And I, you have I, to love it. Yeah. That's my child. We actually went to dinner with somebody who had a demon child. And she was, I don't say who it was, but she was describing this kid. Yes. She's like, oh, yeah, sometimes I just like open the door to their bedroom and they're just sitting up eyes wide, like singing to themselves. Yeah, like laughing. She said she took her to the doctor and she got a shot and she laughed when the needle hit her skin. <laughs> you return it. Yeah, like, I don't want yeah, this you anymore. Bring that baby back. This baby's dangerous. Imagine going to the hospital and be like, uh, can you put it back in? Hmm. It's not ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too evil. <laughs> what would you do if your child was evil? Oh, my God. Well, how evil? Um. So, okay, I'll paint the picture. Okay. You have a little girl. Mm-hmm. Her name is... Wantharia. I I named her Wantharia. How do you spell Wantharia? I'm not sure it's is a it, name I've ever heard. Is it J U A N T H A R I A? That's how you spell Wanita. Wanjaria. Yeah, I think that's. You said Wantharia. Sorry about it. Wantharia. <laughs> I'll never forget. Okay, Wantharia. Yeah, I think you spell Wantharia the way you spelled it. Okay, that cool. seems right. All right. Okay, so Wantharia is about two years old. So mm-hmm. she's like speaking, she's walking, mm-hmm. and she's three. So she's like saying full sentences, okay. she's eating solid food, she's having a great time. Yeah. And then you put her down to bed in her little princess bed because you bought her a corny ass bed. <laughs> and. <laughs> and you wake up and one Thari is taking a shit right in your hallway and she goes, Mommy, mommy. And then starts spider climbing up the walls. What would you do? I mean, the shit is possible. Kids shit sometimes. Yeah. So that I wouldn't be but like she took her diapy off her pull up. That happens too. And she threw it at you. And that also, was also that's full all, of these shit. Are, these are <laughs> also that's a lot of shit. So diapers full of shit and she stayed on the floor. Yeah. Dang. Uh-huh. Uh, she's sick. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, maybe I'd be like, you, you have to go to the hospital. This is not okay. But if she crawled on the wall, then I'd be like, oh, no, this is bad. Mm-hmm. But I guess I haven't – there's not enough evidence yet for me to know if she's evil or just has, like, supernatural powers. Okay, you put her back to bed, right? and then you're giving her breakfast the next morning. Sure. And she opens her mouth, and she goes, ah, and spikes shoot at you. <laughs> Oh, uh, that would suck. That would really suck. I don't want spikes coming <laughs> out at me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, hmm, maybe I would Google how to deal with my demon child mm-hmm. or my special child who has uh, needs that I don't know how to address. <laughs> and maybe I'll find, like, some sort of, um, like, Professor Xavier or something oh. who can help me manage this kid's powers. Okay. Because we don't know, you know, this kid's so young. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can eventually use these powers for good. Maybe the spikes don't have to be a negative thing. Yeah. As long as they're not directed at me, Wantharia yeah. can direct Wantharia, them at somewhere else. She can stop crying with these spikes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like, that was kind of like uh, Looper. Did you see that movie? I did see Looper. Where the, so like the kid was evil mm-hmm. and then it's like, all we need is a mother's love mm-hmm. <laughs> to make sure this kid doesn't Which ruin, is ruin everything. A real thing in documentaries I've seen. You can hug the sociopathic tendencies out of a child. Wow. Yeah, with love. You're a good mom. Wow. Hey, thanks. Wanthari is really lucky to have you. <laughs> Even though I got her a stupid ass bed. <laughs> yeah, you got a corny ass fucking princess bed. I mean, my full answer would be I'm taking my kid. What's my kid's name? Your kid's name is Tajanik. I'm taking Tajanik to the firehouse. And yeah, and just like deal with it. You can take kids to a fire station, I think, up until 10 years old. Damn, that's pretty old. I think. They can, can, rem- the keys. can they, you Google that? Then they can just remember it. Be like, I remember my mom fully dropping me off. My mom we were supposed like, to go to soccer practice. <laughs> and she took me to the firehouse and never came back. Well, if you took Wantharia to soccer practice, those spikes would deflate them all. <laughs> but she'd win. <laughs> <laughs> Baby safe haven. Oh, no, that's telling me it's months old. Hmm. I feel like, can you look up Minnesota? I feel like they specifically have a law that you can bring a kid up until 10 years old. Feels like that's like, it was like, we have different services for that. Mm. Like, you can just put your kid up for adoption or something. Mm. Maybe find a family member. Don't bring it to the firehouse. What are we going to do with it? I don't remember when I was first left at home alone. Oh, like when your parents, like, went to work and you were just at home? 
I think it was young because I think it was like when I was sick from school. My mom was like, all right, stay here. I'll be right back. And I was like, stay here. Okay. Like how young? I think maybe maybe like 10, 11. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I definitely was at home by myself that age. But I was always like, what if she don't come back? What happens? It's my house. Then it's my house, my rules. <laughs> I'll pay the mortgage. <laughs> yeah. I'll my get, house I'll now. I'll get a job. <laughs> I'll mow that lawn. <laughs> yeah, you'll still do all the responsibilities you have to do if you own a home. <laughs> but I'm just 10 years old and it's a little complicated. <laughs> Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org slash future. That's PlannedParenthood.org slash future. Ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Like you're treated special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers, but then ignored and overlooked later on. Or your partner gets a wandering eye like how some wireless carriers start focusing their attention on newer customers. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to the yada yada. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex. More than just free 5G phones when you join, get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued. That's not a yada yada. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metro Flex plan. Ooh, Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits because... I love food. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery needs and household essentials and the convenience of ordering everything on their website or app and getting everything delivered to your doorstep quickly is a huge stress reliever. Not only do you save time shopping as a Thrive Market member, but you'll also save money on every single grocery order. On average, members save over 30% each time. I love Thrive Market. Thrive Market sells snacks, pantry staples, baby products, cleaning, other stuff. And guess what? Things I've ordered, chicken. I throw that chicken right up in the pan and I say, "Mm, there's nothing added here. It's just chicken. Save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash best friends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift card. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best friends. Thrivemarket.com slash best friends. I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. It has been a long time. I don't really like that. I know. I was abroad. You were abroad. I was in Pittsburgh, Detroit, Chicago. You were all over the place. North Carolina, Florida. That's a lot. Too much. Friggin' dang tour. And you were here. Yeah, which is, that's unusual. It's very unusual. But I'm here and you're not. We swapped. We freaky Friday. We freaky friday <laughs> I guess I would be the Lindsay Lohan character and you would be the Jamie Lee Curtis character. Absolutely. Hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to be Jamie Lee Curtis. No. It is an underrated performance. I recently just watched oh, it. Did you really? She is fantastic uh, in it. Yeah, she's great in everything. Great. Oh, boy. What a treat. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. But yeah, you be the Lindsay Lohan. 
Um, I called you, I think it was like the first day I was like on my little tour. And I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm going to cryotherapy, rejuvenation, <laughs> hemp yoga. And I was like, oh my God. Get her in L.A. for more than 72 hours, and she is L.A. That's not what I did, but it's not far off. (laughs) I was going to a transcendental meditation (laughs) orientation. And then and that was very funny that you called it. I was truly back in town for three days, and you're like, this is the most L.A. thing ever. You immediately jumped into it. Uh, But now I'm fully doing it. Like, it was the orientation. Very next day, I started taking the classes. You have to take four consecutive classes, and now I'm on my own. What? And I'm doing it. I meditated early before I came here. What? I don't understand this. So wait, what is it called again? Transcendental Meditation. So you went to an orientation with a bunch of other people who were like, help me think less. Totally. Yes. And. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So then the leader of the cult said. (laughs) It's not a cult. (laughs) I'm kidding. So you took four classes to learn how to meditate. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you don't go back ever again? No, I do. Uh, I'm going to go back in two weeks for like a check-in. And then then there's no more requirements. But if I want to go back for a tune-up or like some sort of group meditation or any of the mm-hmm. other services they allow, then I, I can go for the rest of my life. Oh. And to any Transcendental med- Meditation Center around the world. Did you have to pay for this? Yeah. Oh. I don't know how to meditate. I've tried really hard. And I so like okay. Do you like sit? You you do sit. Yeah, sit. Mm-hmm. Close them eyes. Yeah, yeah. You sit up though. Yeah, so you don't fall asleep. Yeah, you don't lay down. And then you think about nothing. Well, you think about your mantra. They give you a mantra, oh. and you think about that. And they don't discourage thoughts. You can actually think about stuff, but they, but they kind of are like just be aware of the, the thoughts, let it happen, but then go back to your mantra whenever you can. Oh. Yeah. Can you share your mantra? Is that personal? It's personal. Oh. Huh. I've been doing, not meditation, but I've been like, when I feel overwhelmed, I've been trying to take a moment and breathe. Yeah. In and out. Yeah. Breathe in and out and say, you're okay. This situation is okay. Mm-hmm. You're not crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tee-hee-hee and amen. Amen. (laughs) Yes, I end all of my thoughts with amen. Praise him. What won't he do? (laughs) Speaking of what won't he do, Crocs is sending me because of this podcast (laughs) a pair of Crocs. Oh, my Ah! God. (laughs) Oh, they DM'd me. Wow. I picked out the pink ones of my dreams. (laughs) Um, And I meant to tell them I needed charms because I can't wear naked Crocs. Of course. But I think I'm just going to go to the store and get what I need. They'll send you charms. Okay, I'll tell them. Well, I I wanted to say something nasty. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, they're pink, so, maybe so they, wouldn't send that to they you. might not send juicy puss, hmm. which is what I'm thinking about putting on my pink cross. <laughs> As you, you should. Know, pussies are pink and juicy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Speaking of juicy, remember when I was trying to work out my next tattoo? Yeah. I think I'm just going to write juicy under the juicy fruits on my oh, butt. Oh, nice. Great. Yeah, juicy with a lot of U's. So when you read it, you go, juicy. <laughs> Is a lot of use and a lot of whys? Uh, juicy. No, just a bunch of use. Okay, great. <laughs> Maybe like, juicy, juicy. <laughs> great. Yeah, I love it. I worked it. it out. Nice. I'm very excited about I'm it. I'm excited for you. I will say, I am adding to like my butt tattoos, but truly, nobody ever gets excited about them. What do you mean? Oh, like people who actually get to see your butt? Yeah. Really? No. They're like, whoa, literature. <laughs> the only time it's ever happened is if I mention it to them, and then they go, oh, literature. Do I think a piece mm-hmm. of me? Well, also, I'm sure when they're seeing it, they're like, about to fuck. So they're probably yeah. not like, let me stop and have a conversation about your tattoos. They're like, let me in there. Mm. You know? Mm. They're horned up. They're not like, I'm going to pause and just like, <laughs> well, let me in there. <laughs> And that's the end of that. And then they. (laughs) That's when they come. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's the movie starting. And then, like, the climax of the movie is that. 
And then when the movie is stopping, like the end of it is, we're done. Ding, ding. <laughs> and then they're like, bye. <laughs> oh, boy. Actually, that's you. That's yes. you saying bye. You're always like, peace out, dude. I'm not staying. I always try to leave. But what if you want to cuddle? Um, you don't I like, do you like cuddling? I don't know. Um, I'm getting more into cuddling. Yeah. It's a vulnerability thing, I think, to cuddle with somebody. Yeah. So, you know, trying to break them walls. What is that song? Oh, oh no, it's not Break the Walls. It's a, oh shit, what is it? It's a Michelle Williams song, Break the Dawn. I don't think You've I never know heard it. it? Keep me on the keys. This is like a gospel song? I don't think so. I think it was her first single. After leaving the children. Right. Well, not after they're she all, left. They'll, all, they'll, they'll always, always be, be the children. children. Beyonce is the one who needed to forge ahead. Yes. And become Beyonce. 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 We're waiting for the song to start. <laughs> there it is. Oh, I do think I remember this. Yeah. Look how cool she looks. Yeah. What year is this? 2009. Ooh, ooh. Wait, is this it? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> well. Wait, is it coming? Wait, it's probably coming. Hold on. I think it's coming right now. Hmm. This isn't the part I'm thinking of, but whatever. But, but those are the words. It that is the saying. words, and I'm trying to break the dawn. Is it like towards the end or something? I don't know. Okay, but I think that, I think that's the song. <laughs> well, I fully understand your point now because I saw that song. <laughs> Thank you. Now I get it. Yes, visual learning. Break the dawn. You know what? You know Amber Nelson, right? Mm-hmm. I saw her, and she always has fun, scary facts, <laughs> and she was like. Uh, NASA, no, I mean, it wasn't NASA, but the government, U.S. government wanted to blow up the moon. What? At some point in time. Wait, what? Like, that can't be true, Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> the government wanted to blow up the moon? Yeah, I think once they were like, oh, we can just get there. Why don't we just blow it up? <laughs> this is why men shouldn't be in charge anymore. Okay. <laughs> like, secret plan to blow up the moon. What website is this? Actually, I'll go to the other website. Forbes wrote about it. Oh. <laughs> it's it's an old article. U.S. planned to blow up the moon. Hmm. Huh. They're saying it's preposterous reports, but... Blowing up the moon in order to freak out the Soviets during the Cold War. Apparently, something called a study of lunar research flights seriously pondered the moon bombing, and scientists as notable as Carl Sagan were involved in planning the lunar attack. You can't call it a lunar attack. A moon can't fight back. No. (laughs) I mean, I guess it would be an attack. Oh, yeah, I guess so. The the lunar destruction? Yeah. How wild. Also, it would be like... What would that happen to the environment? Like the waves would be crashing all over the place. Our periods would be happening <laughs> year long. Yeah. And then like would Mercury be in permanent retrograde? Probably. Is that a moon thing? Uh. So humans have attacked the moon before. What? In 2009, NASA shot a centaur rocket boost into the moon. A centaur. So kicking a, up, a horseman. Just a <laughs> horseman was rocketed into the moon. <laughs> kicking up 350 tons of debris that spewed up six miles high. But that ain't nothing. <laughs> this is wild. I don't know if I believe this. That's nuts. Also, I just heard that. Hmm. Who was it? What country? I don't know. Uh, Africa. Sure. D- they developed a laser uh-huh. that can go that can go to the moon. Oh, like you can see the laser on the moon. Oh, yeah. It's not. A- yeah, also, Africa's a continent. Not a country. <laughs> She's stupid. (laughs) You're very right. After I said Africa, I was like, no, it's probably Russia because that's a country. Um, I I forgot who lunar laser. Uh, who came up with that? I think it was the states. If it if I'm the right laser project, look at MIT all the way in Massachusetts. (laughs) But I'm like, 
uh, afraid that someone's going to use it to, like, fucking advertise or something. You know? Like, you're going to say, like, Go Daddy or something on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at the moon on March 28th. Go Daddy is going to uh, put their whole Gold Daddy emblem right up at there. I mean, probably. probably. It's interesting how we're advertised to now. It's upsetting. It's everywhere. You can't escape it. Do you get targeted ads on Instagram? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, really? Yeah, I don't know why. Like, no one's ever trying to sell me a thing on Instagram. They always look at the stuff that I also have bought stuff from it so mm. like they're like oh you like that you'll probably like this and I'm like oh my god I do and then I buy more stuff <laughs> I mean influencers have been working on me lately uh, because I just bought a bunch of stuff from Fabletics mm-hmm. and as I was clicking through I was like whoa they're trying to swindle me so they were like these leggings are $24 get a second pair I said yeah so then I got a second pair and I was like wait there's a matching sports bra and they were like get that too mm-hmm. so I did <laughs> and then as I was checking out, it was like, you are authorizing Fabletics uh, $140 to be part of the membership that you get charged every month, but you get half price leggings whenever you want. And I was like, wait. Was like a membership? Yeah. Thing? And I was like, wait, I don't want this membership. I'm not buying leggings every month. So you had to opt out of that. Yes. Yeah, so then I had to like double back and be like, oh, okay, I'll just buy them at regular price. <laughs> regular price was so much money. Oh, dang. But then I said, you're already here. Better buy them. So hopefully my Fabletics leggings come in the mail soon. Yeah. That's guess... Kelly Rowland's uh, partnership, I guess. Oh, yeah. She's like a, a partner, like a thing with them. I think Kate Hudson owns it because I got an email from Kate Hudson. Personally? She's <laughs> like, hi, Nicole. <laughs> it was just like, it said Kate Hudson in the subject line. I was like, whoa, better open it. And it was like, Fabletics. And I was like, they got me again. <laughs> Guess what color I got. And it is multicolored. And it's two of my favorite colors. Purple and cheetah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. You're like decked out in purple right now. <laughs> I had, okay, I was going to also wear my purple backpack today, but I was like, you cannot (laughs) wear, you can't be head to toe in purple. And I was going to wear my purple sneakers. I was going to put purple butterfly clips in my head. And I was like, pink butterfly clips in your head. Yes, I decided to go a little less matchy matchy, but still 12 year old from the 90s, which I think is my general aesthetic as of late. And I'm not mad at it. What was that? I'm not mad. Oh, you're not mad. (laughs) I like it. I'm into it. Thanks. What are you looking at? I couldn't remember if I brought in my other bag. Like other than that one? Or is that the bag you wanted? That's my purse. But I have a bag uh, of pole stuff. Because oh. I'm going to pull after. And you wanted to bring that in here? Well, I was going to change into it here. Oh. But I guess I'm going to have to do it at pole. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can get out of your car and then come back upstairs. And what? Then... <laughs> the two, is that too much work? Yeah. Well, what if the bathroom's occupied at the pool there's only one there is only one um yeah i don't know it depends on like what time we get out of here dude we get out of here early enough bro. you know maybe i'm gonna have to get my stuff i want to get back into pool because i haven't done it in a couple months but all the dang classes are full i know They're so freaking full get on the see what number you are on the wait list let's I do this sign up for the wait list. do it right now do it right now let's do it right now <laughs> chop chop chippity chop Oh, boy. Okay, open it app. Are you in mind body? I'm in mind body right now. Okay. Um, Let's see. Are you in level Level one? one. Okay. Uh, because I signed up for level one for this week, last week, before my level one last week, and I was like, I might have forgotten everything. But it turns out I didn't. I saw the video. You looked like you never stopped. Uh, thank you. Uh, you did great. Thank you. I was wearing my little Harry Potter glasses. (laughs) She was ready. Today is... Okay, wait. Today. Today is today. Here it is. Today is today. Today is Mother's Day. Wait list. Do you know if that's from Jordan? No. It's from Full House. Today is today. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki and Alex are singing to Rebecca Stamos, or whatever her name is. Rebecca is Aunt Aunt Becky. Not Stamos. Aunt Becky. And uh, for whatever reason, it's constantly in my head. How would I know um, where I am? May I see it? 
So you have to click on it to and then pay for it to get on the wait list. Yeah. Oh. I just want them to tell me what my chances are. And then uh, they give you the money back when you don't. If I don't get in? Yeah. Okay. But also, I'm not ready to go to poll. I don't have my stuff. Mm. I have to go home. Mm. I can't do this. This stressed mm. me out. Okay. Whoa, I'm really sorry that I stressed you out. <sighs> I can't do bull today. I don't have my stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't love putting on makeup. I mean, I like how it enhances my look sometimes, but just the act of putting it on, having it on, taking it off, I just would really like it to be simple, easy, in and out. I look good. I didn't put that much work in. And that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like a wax and blends like a powder. I love that Thrive Cosmetics gives back to the community. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. I would say my go-to product is their waterproof eyebrow liner. Sometimes all I put on is eyebrow stuff because it changes your whole face. I wake up and it's like, she looks nice. And then put on the eyebrow liner. It's like, wow, she tried. Look at her. Is that makeup? Barely. And I love that. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash bestfriends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash bestfriends for 10% off your first order. I'm very interested in history, particularly Black history and even current Black history makers. Like, I would love to learn more about the women behind the Montgomery bus boycott or or what Michelle Obama is up to these days or what Megan Thee Stallion has to say. And if you are interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR Podcasts. NPR has a new collection of podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy and resilience, empowerment and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Abbott Elementary, from Trina, Trick Daddy, and Lotto, there's no limit to the range of NPR. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Should we <laughs> listen to some voice voicemails? Yeah. Voicemails. Voicemails. Do you know that's from? Batman. Yeah. Blatman. Blatman. <laughs> you know, uh, that caped crusader, Blatman. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just he's, throws like gack at people's faces and like black. And he's real messy. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> fucking black man's coming. All right, let's listen to voicemail. Woo! What's that from? Ducktales. Yes. <laughs> Hi, um, my name is Gabrielle. I really love your podcast. Um, truly, because you guys are. I feel like so intertwined with white and black culture, the things I grew up watching, but you were used to being in very white spaces, it seems like, just like I was. So that's why I love your podcast. Um, That said, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with this. I, for the first time, actually have friends in my life. Uh, Had a whole bunch of stuff with, like, foster care and blah, 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 blah. But essentially now... I feel like I'm trying to mix my worlds, but I realize that my worlds are very separate. Like, I feel like I have my black friends and then I have my white friends or my white world um, and my black world. And I don't know how to bring them together because, or is that even something I should want? Because I want to have a Christmas party because, like, I'm working on healing and actually trying to have my life now um I'm on my own and I have been but for three years like I haven't done anything you know I had no friends still I didn't really 
you know, I just want to mix my worlds for a Christmas party. Should I have separate parties or should I, would it be okay if I didn't? Um, yeah, that's my question. Uh, thanks. I love your guys' podcast. Uh, I love literally sitting in my bathroom, getting stoned, listening to your podcast. This <laughs> is my favorite thing of my week. So, thanks. <laughs> Aww. Okay. Well, congrats on having so many friends. Yes. I'm going from no friends to now two so separate groups of friends. friends. Yeah. I think what you should do is have a Christmas party where you invite all of your friends. And I think <laughs> you should start the party at like 7 p.m. So then everyone will be there at around 9. And then at 9, play We Are the World, make your white and black friends hold hands. <laughs> And sing together. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think you should invite your friends to one big party, and I think they'll have a really great time. I think you should tell your black friends you're having a Kwanzaa party <laughs> and your white friends you're having a Christmas party, having two different areas of the home, <laughs> and then at midnight, bring them all out and make them fight. <laughs> yes, and then start the race war. <laughs> It'll start at your house uh-huh. and spread. It'll spread everywhere. I think we just solved that. We freaking solved it. No, definitely uh, combine the groups if, mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do. I'm, I, you'll be surprised how open people are to hanging out with different types of people or different mm-hmm. uh, or having different experiences. Like I, you're probably the one who's the most worried about mixing these groups over the other people. Correct. Like if you have ever said to one of your black friends, "Oh, I'm going canoeing with Jerry or whatever the fuck <laughs> <laughs> your friends are doing." Uh, I'm you know, they might be like, "I've never done that before, but I'll try." Or they might be like, "No, that's too white for me." Mm-hmm. Or, you know, who, let it let them have the choice to say yes or no, but there's no need to think like they'll never get along cuz they probably will. Mm-hmm. If they're friends with you, Yes. They're probably, they'll probably like each other too, because you guys obviously have a lot of commonality. So, yeah, there's no re- need to keep it separate or for their benefit, because they don't know. I also love that canoeing with Jerry was the whitest thing you could think of. <laughs> What's the whitest thing you can think of? Ice skating with Sabrina. <laughs> I actually have gone ice skating with Sabrina, and she's black. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. All right. But also, like, we hung out with a bunch of white people. This is, like, in, in middle school. Okay. Hiking with Felicia. You think Felicia's a white person? No. Okay. <laughs> hiking with, uh, uh, hiking with Bethany. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Everyone <laughs> nodded their head. Yes. <laughs> ah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> got her. <laughs> got Bethany. Okay. <laughs> Nicole and Sashir. Y'all, I have a best friend who has friends slash acquaintances that she will invite to get-togethers that she hosts, and I always ask who all is coming. However, when she invites me to a birthday gathering, I don't ask because it's her day, so I want to seem rude, even though I know that if I'm not aware of who's inviting, I will be so slightly less engaged when we are at the gathering if, I don't, if I'm around people I don't vibe with. Is it okay for me to ask who's coming, even though the day is about her? I just don't want to seem like I'm trying to take away from her birthday. P.S. We've been friends for a few years so she knows that I ask who will be there because I don't vibe with all her friends not because they're bad people uh, but because I don't mesh with them PPS can you scroll up give me on the keys I love the pod okay okay so wait it's so she oh wait so this person usually asks their friend yes who's gonna be there yes and then they'll gauge if that if they'll go or not yes. based on who is there correct and this, their friend is having a birthday party? Yes. For themselves. For, for the friend's having a birthday party. Not yes. the person who wrote in. And the, and the person who wrote in is like, wants to know who's going to be there. Yeah, but doesn't sure. want to ask because this is their day and it's not just a gathering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a, if it's like, if a friend goes, you want to hang out with me and a couple other people, I'll go, oh, okay. Who all's there? Yeah. J- like, just as a general sense of things. Yeah. Uh, but if I've, it's usually after I've said yes. I don't normally choose who I'm going to hang with based on who's there. Because uh, that's just me. Yeah. Um, and then lately I've been getting a lot of, like, evites where, like, the guest list is closed. So you can't even figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to gauge who I want to hang out with based on, like, the person who's invited me. And I always remember I can leave if I don't totally. have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I think for someone's birthday, like, 
you probably only get two minutes with your friend anyway because mm-hmm. they're like bopping around to different groups. Like mm-hmm. it's not just you and people that you don't know. It's like a ton of people don't know yes. other people because it's like multiple places of this person's life coming together for this one person. So, I mean, I I wouldn't ask just because mm-hmm. it'd be like I, I, I could see someone being like, well – are would you not come to my birthday yes. if so and so was there? Um yeah, I say just go and know that if you see people that you're not going to vibe with, mm-hmm. leave. You don't have also you don't have to talk to those people. Yeah. Unless it's a party of 10 people, like you like you don't have to talk to nobody you don't want to. Also, if it's a big party where it's like you know, you you multiple people get lost in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Bring a friend. Bring yeah. a security blanket. Uh-huh. You can just bring someone with you. And you know, maybe if you if that person doesn't know your birthday friend, maybe ask the birthday friend, "Is it okay if I bring so and so?" And then, then at least you have one person to talk to, and hopefully can vibe with the other people who are there. Mm-hmm. And if not, freaking get out of there. Get the heck up out of there. Yeah, solved. <laughs> hmm. I also don't think I have friends. Who have friends that I'm, like, vehemently against seeing. I also don't at this late stage in my life. Yeah. Before I pass. (laughs) I truly try to surround myself with people who I like. And then all the people I like surround themselves with people who they like and in turn are people I like. Yeah. I truly can't think of one person that I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I think there's definitely people who have friends that are closer to people that I do know where I'm like, I don't want to spend hours with this person. Oh, yeah, sure. But, like, bopping in, bopping out, yeah. that's fine. I can say hi. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's no one where I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot be in the same room with this person. No. 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 Okay. Solved. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Sophia. Uh I'm literally just listening to your newest podcast on the 19th, and my voice is features, which I was not expecting, but I just majorly wanted to apologize to Kimmy on the keys, who does most mm-hmm. of the work for your podcast. <laughs> Jordan, too. Uh, I was very drunk when I called, so I apologize for that, but I do love you both. Love your podcast. Nicole, I cannot remember what podcast you referred to this year as a good friend on, because there truly are five million episodes on <laughs> iTunes and Spotify with you featured. So <laughs> get that money, bitch. I guess. <laughs> but, um, my new question would be Jordan and Kimmy on the keys. Kimmy, not Emily. <laughs> and that's what you want your like bondage name to be. Um, <laughs> my question is towards you guys. What do you, what has been the funniest thing you've gotten to hmm. sit and experience? by working on this show with these two funny, bomb-ass black women. Uh, Love you both. Nicole, I was at your Pittsburgh show um, literally this past Thursday, and I'm on my phone, so I can't pull up my calendar to see the date, and I can't remember (laughs) it because days are hard. Days are hard. Uh, Have a good day. Love you both, and love listening to your podcast. Thank you for making me laugh extra hard by hearing my disgusting, <laughs> ugly, junk voice. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for coming to my show, my friend. Uh, I love that he calls me Nickel. <laughs> hey, Nickel. That's really funny. Uh, so. Okay, Jordan, Kimmy. Yes, tell us the funniest thing that we've done. I think the funniest moment for me so far is when we were talking about boobs and vaginas and we had producer Josh like pop up out of nowhere. Um, That was really funny. That was fun. And outside of this, I think my favorite part has to be that people have recognized me. But then they're like, oh, you're the girl who talked about her vagina. And I'm like... (laughs) Oh no, that's not what I was expecting you to say. Also, you've talked about a yes, lot of stuff. We talk about it so much. <laughs> so much. Yeah, we've talked about. But that so was much. riveting. Yeah, <laughs> so riveting. Also, they the eggs. identified. Oh, the, the eggs. eggs. Oh. Mm. Yeah, the eggs. It's truly a journey to figure out eggs. It's been multiple, multiple <laughs> episodes of this. <laughs> 
trying to but we figured it, it out. We it's did. a women's college. It's <laughs> Someone tweeted it at me, and I was like, what on earth did I say? And then I asked them what I said, and then the person was like, truly wild that you say insane things and then just send them off into the world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, I've laughed so many times. I think my favorite moment was the shock at realizing everyone puts their bra on differently. Mm-hmm. Just the utter shock in the room and then bringing in all the producers mm-hmm. and then Mindy with the left field that she just pulls it on. Yeah. <laughs> and Man. you guys yeah. really giving her a hard time. She's, I think I said it before, she's changed how she does it now. She felt really <gasps> challenged in a good way oh. and she's really up in her game. Wow. That's very funny. Because she was ruining her bras. <laughs> yes, stretching them bitches out. You can't put it over your head like that. That's crazy. She took a hard look at herself and said, I gotta do this differently. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'll so tell you great. something. The bra I'm wearing now, I have to put on overhead because there's like a cross in the back oh. and then it latches on after. It is so wild. So complicated. So I bought it from Poshmark mm-hmm. because it had flames on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. Show us. Show, show us. us. Show us. Just take it off. So it's got oh, flames fine. on it. That's cute. But I think the person gave it away because they were like, this bra is stupid. Yeah. So I'm really trying to like wear it and it's not great to take on and off. Do you think if you were with someone that they would be able to take it off? No, I think it would be like a real issue. Okay. <laughs> so I have not worn it on any dates. Yeah. It's going to be hard. To be like, Hold on. Uh, uh, you unhook this. I'll, uh, I'll put my hands up. And then you pull it over me. You pull it up over me. And uh, uh, room, room, flames. Yeah. Don't you like my flames? <laughs> I mean, then they would realize how ridiculous I was. And maybe it'd be a good thing. So maybe I'll start wearing it on dates. Yeah, make a challenge. If they really if want it. If you want these fucking titties, work for it. <laughs> yeah. I tried, uh, like, one Valentine's Day with uh, with a guy. I had, like, I worked at this lingerie shop, so I, like, ha- got free stuff sometimes. So I got these pasties and crotchless red mm-hmm. lacy panties. And I was like, hey. And he's like, cool. Can I take it off for you? <laughs> Couldn't really care less. And I was also was like, yeah, what was I expecting? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, crotchless panties are an interesting thing because it's like you could keep them on, but then they kind of just get in the way. Yeah, it's just like fabric in between the skin that I want to feel. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I like to keep my underwear on. Oh. I don't know. Give you something to pull on <laughs> and snap it. A little... Um, uh, like a like a horse, like a horse, yeah, like a little mm-hmm. saddle. <laughs> and then I go ride me, and I go nay. I think I figured out why I'm single. <laughs> Her bra's too hard. She nays. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's bad. <laughs> Should we do one more? Let's do one more. Yeah. Hey Nicole and Shasir, and hi to Jordan and Kimmy. I am calling because I love the podcast and it makes me laugh every time I hear it every Wednesday. It's so great. And I have a question for you guys. I have a small nonprofit just outside Seattle where that helps undocumented people navigate the immigration system. And my best friend is a lawyer in Portland. I have an opportunity to ask him to do some work that will help out somebody there in Portland um, for an immigration-related relief case. It's a big ask because that's a ton of work to do for free, and it's going to be so crushing and difficult and possibly not successful. I'm definitely going to ask him, and uh, I'm sure he will do it, but I'm just curious about how you go about asking your best friend to do something that is difficult and challenging and takes a ton of energy and time and uh, and work and may possibly crush their soul at the end of it. Uh Really, um, thank you so much for doing the podcast. It's super funny and fun and always makes me laugh a ton. Thanks for sharing your friendship. Bye. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever asked a best friend to do anything, like, really difficult. Mm, I don't know if I have either. But I think it's, like, well, you just never know. Mm Mm-hmm. The worst that can happen is your friend says no. no. 
this is too overwhelming for me or I just can't give this much time for free, mm-hmm. they'll let you know. Yeah. Um, but also you just never know. They might be like, yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I've had people ask me for things that I probably – like. Honest, depending on what day it is, I probably would say no. But like, mm-hmm. because I'm like, that's my friend and I like them. <laughs> then I'm like, hell yeah, dude, I'll do that uh-huh. thing. Uh, so you just never know. They might be like, absolutely, of course, I, this is the work I do. You mm-hmm. are my friend. I wouldn't do this for anybody else. I will dedicate time to this. Yeah, I think there's no harm in asking. Again, the worst thing they can say is no. And also, they're not doing it for you. They're doing it for somebody else. You're just the profit in it <laughs> the the middleman if you will and th- that's probably why this person's scared to ask it's like mm-hmm. it's not even for me yeah i'm asking my friend to do something for someone else mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with me so it's like this person the the friend has less incentive to yeah. do it because it's not even for their friend yeah i i think i would on i would probably wait until it's like something that really matters a lot to me and it's mm-hmm. like a case that like you know, I this is like my heart is fully in it, so I'm gonna do this big ask. Yeah. Because if it's not something that like matters enough to you, like why stress out your friend? Hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You also don't want to like put a lot of work on this person's plate, and then I don't know. Because then I would, would I, I, if I was the friend who had who was asked to do something, I'd be like. Is going to happen all the time? You know, like, yeah. are they going to ask me to do a whole bunch of things that don't involve my friend? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, wait till it's something near and dear to your heart and be like, this is the only time I'd ever ask for this. Yeah. But also, again, feel free to say no, because I know it's a lot of work. But I yeah. figured, you know, I'd, you know, check all my boxes, cross all my eyes, uh, eat a tea and just ask. <laughs> cross my <laughs> eyes and eat a tea. <laughs> You know, that old saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this might be it. This might be the thing yeah, that means a lot to this is, person. Ask. Yeah, yeah. Ask. And then they'll let you know what they can do. Solved. <laughs> Solved. <laughs> well, that's it. Wow, we did great. We did great. We helped so many people across the nation. Wait, cross the nation or across the nation? <laughs> I think I said across the nation. It sounds like you said we help people cross the nation. <laughs> we help people cross the nation via the Oregon Trail. We lost nobody to malaria and everyone's great. We fixed our axles and we had enough food. Yeah. <laughs> but our baby got jaundice. Oh, no. We got a yellow-ass baby. Oh, will one Tharia ever feel better? Tune in next week. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. If you yes. want to ask us a question, you can email Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com or you can call and leave a voicemail or text us at yes. 424-645-7003. We also have merch. Mm-hmm. At- <laughs> Are you a little insecure about that? We also have merch. Yeah. Well, I was going to say merchandise, but then I choked and <laughs> we have merch at podswag.com slash best friends yeah bye 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 Get out the chat room and clean my Glad Girl Group coming at you with a throwback jam. That was Glad Force Flex Drawstring Trash Bags featuring Pine Salt Original Scent. And that's better than all good. It's all Glad. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.